Welcome one and all to the latest episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, one of your hosts, and you teach one lawyer how to twerk and look how the world treats you. Joined as always by... Uh, Dan Ryan, <laughs> uh, and then this Dan Ryan that I am is kind of a compression of a lot of second age lore, and mm. whether or not that makes people angry or sad is, is anyone's guess, but mm. I'm still the same old me. Oh, well that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Anime Was Not a Mistake, we watch anime, uh, we're currently in entering a new era. Era yet again. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the last episode of our old era. It's kind of the segue middle point for us. Mm -hmm. We're taking a look at uh, Hosoda's Bell. Mm -hmm. uh, we were recent. Last week we watched Promare, but before we get into the docket for today, do we have anything adjacent to anime life updates and such to share with our fellow viewers? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, uh,. The internet lately has been ablaze, fighting about many things. Mm -hmm. uh, you got a taste of it with I, the She-Hulk twerking oh, thing. Is, oh my. Uh, and you you, uh, you reached out to me and you're like, are they for real? Yeah, is I'm this like, what you see all the time? And uh, yeah, so She-Hulk twerked. Mm -hmm. With Megan Thee Stallion, whom I love. Huge fan. Uh, uh, yeah, and it was clearly a joke. Yeah. It's clearly a Post comedy series. Scene, like, calm yeah. down. Um, but that, of course, has been touted around Twitter and TikTok as the end of uh, civilization. Even a few people that are in my Instagram feed, I was like, ooh, didn't know that about you. Won't be yeah. having a conversation with you later on in life. <laughs> it's, it's the latest rage bait form, uh, but on a similar rage bait form. Uh, Rings of Power. Oh, premiered. we haven't started yet. Maybe after. Maybe if we have time. I'll I would love episode. to. Okay. Please, like I, right. I advocate. Yes, we. You should. and Gabe have been like it's good, and you know yeah. I've seen all the movies, I've read the books, but I was never. You know they're always so long, Dan. Mm -hmm. A trip to Middle Earth in this economy? I don't well, think so. These are hour long episodes, so snacks for us. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I love it so oh, far. Good. Like, yeah. I, I, it brought me, it brought me back into the Discord fold to discuss yes, it with Matt. We saw, we saw, we were celebrating. We um, said Dan Ryan has returned, a return of our king. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, because at the very least, it is, you know, again, I have seen the Lord of the Rings movies dozens of times. Mm -hmm. It's a yearly thing for me. Mm -hmm. The Hobbit movies, even if they're not as good, I watch them constantly. Um, this feels like a better return to form. From a production standpoint, uh, from a story standpoint, people are going to debate that, but from a production standpoint, it's a lot more practical effects. Mm. It's a lot more, like, physical sets and, you know, like, things that, uh, a lot of the detailed costume work that mm -hmm. we came to know from, like, the original Lord yeah. of the Rings trilogy, um, which the Hobbit trilogy for... Uh, you know, a variety of reasons. Uh, I, I like Lindsay Ellis had that one trilogy of videos going into the weird mm -hmm. production things that went on, but like not as many practical effects were created. Some were, and then had to be cut for reshoots and replaced with CGI. Mm. Uh, but this returns to a lot of practical effects. Um, there's a part where an orc shows up. And because of how detailed, like, the prosthetics are and stuff, it feels it feels like it matters again. It feels like, like oh, to a regular person in this world, this is like a, a fucking scary demon yeah. 
showing up, and it, it I, I like how it reinforces that, similar cool. to what the Prey movie did. I mean, that's all I expect and want from it, yeah. so as long as it achieves that, I think I'm good. As I said previously on this podcast about everything, I hope it doesn't overstay mm-hmm. its welcome, because I love a show that just hits that sweet spot and knows when to be, wrap things up. Yeah. So it's still early days... It you no, know, it's yeah. it's very early days, and as I discussed with Matt after I after I watched like the the premiere episodes, mm-hmm. I looked into it, and it is a very weird middle ground of what they have to adapt. Uh. Um, they do not have the rights from the Tolkien estate Ooh, okay. to adapt the Silmarillion mm-hmm. and other like unfinished tales Marks, yeah. from like the first age and the second age. Mm. So instead, because New Line Cinema and, like, the extension of it that Amazon now owns mm. only had the rights to The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings books, they can only go off of things that were either referenced in those texts or in those texts, like, appendices. Yeah. Like, in the factoids that were included in, like, Lord of the Rings. And they, they, they were plentiful. Mm. Um, Still no Tom Bombadil yet? Uh, no, not oh, yet. Okay. But uh, literally... Because, again, that could be a source of controversy, or it could be a source of, like... Celebration. This could still surprise people, (laughs) because it's, like... They're not adapting any... They they can adapt to the broad strokes of what was referenced as happening. um, But it seems like they can't, word for word, follow the actual lore for that those sections. Mm. So they have to, like, adapt a close approximation. Mm. Which is interesting, because then it leaves you with some room to not know what to expect, even if you're a diehard fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for some diehard Lord of the Rings fan, that might take you out of it. That might that might ruin it for you. I understand. Um, mm. The only thing I know about this series is that one meme that's going around with, like, not the opening, but, like, the thing where the cast is turning towards the camera, and it's like, this is Denver on uh, an yeah. edible. <laughs> uh, yeah, it actually has a very nice opening. Yeah, it, it, I, it, I, the, I even the, liked that, because I thought it was, like, you know, the 90s nostalgia kind of thing. So I, I enjoyed that as well. I wouldn't care either way, but if it has a good opening, yeah. Yeah, no, but no, that that thing you're talking about was an Entertainment Weekly, uh, like, yeah. cast promo. Yeah. It has like an opening, opening okay. in the like the episodes proper. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I've been, mm. I was enthralled by that mm-hmm. this past week. I uh, finished my two shows, mm-hmm. uh, Sandman, Did and Goofy. Mm-hmm. They left room for a season two with Gwendolyn Christie as uh, Lucifer, going, "Ooh, I'm gonna get that Sandman. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get him good." It did end super goober, and I don't know how, like I said, I I haven't researched, I don't know how it relates to the source material, because if it does continue, I don't want to spoil myself for it, Mm -hmm. and this is kind of how I'm going to stick it out until then, if that intrigues me. I'll watch, just because the Neil Gaiman-ness of it all, Mm -hmm. and I told you there are a few actors in there that I appreciate being there, but the acting is missing. You can't find it, man. Can't find it. I don't know where it is, but League of Their Own also finished that. High, high, high recommend. They left it on a sudden surprise cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So I can only hope, crossing my fingers and toes, that the uh, the peaches come back for mm-hmm. a second season, <laughs> both in the game and on Amazon. And they, uh, they left it open to that? Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's successful enough, too. There's a lot of heart. There's a lot of moxie in this show. Mm-hmm. Even Rosie made a cameo. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh, she hasn't made a cameo or anything in a long time. I know, but she was there. But I went, Rosie? I haven't seen you. Yeah, but it's good. Check mm-hmm. it out. Um, I can't think of anything else I've seen recently. Um, should we, uh... I don't know. Oh, should, we have the... Should we deign to talk about uh, Joanne's book? <laughs> oh, do we have to? 
maybe just she's being dumb dumb again. <laughs> she's doing it to herself. <laughs> I, what an awful person I, she is. You sent me that. Yeah, and you said this must be uh, a parody. <laughs> It, it's it, not. It, I didn't even I didn't even read the art. Like I had oh. seen things, I had seen whispers. You sent me the thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, I already knew about that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't click the link. Oh, good. Then I clicked the link, and I'm like, oh my god. Do you remember Cyberbully? Yes. A cinematic. Of favorite. course I do. I can't get the bottle open. I can't get it's the a, bottle it's an open. Iconic scene in cinema, Dan. And I'm like, and I was reading this thing, and I'm like, this 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 story of of a young Joanne getting canceled over a cartoon worm. Yuck. I'm thinking this is gonna be this is gonna be the Atlas Shrugged of Cyberbully. That that's that's that's, that's my that's my mental. This is this is gonna be the because it's longer than Dune. <laughs> I, it's like it, she had the time apparently. Yeah, but it was completely spontaneous. It yeah, was it was in yeah. no way. It's not directed at anything. Yeah, this ever. this was yeah this was obviously in the works for a long like no there's no there's no possible way like, this is a response. I've never to seen someone <laughs> dig a hole so deep. <laughs> So quickly. Fitting for a worm. Worms dig. They don't stop digging. They do, in fact, yes. But how deep can you go? I just... (laughs) It's fun watching at this point, but it's still horrifying because she is an awful train wreck. Especially when we've got, I mean, this beautiful video game on the horizon with an awful team. Mm -hmm. Well, awful head behind it. The team whatsoever. Yeah. It's just... uh, I... I don't know what to say. I'm out of words. I'm out of time. Joanne won't get any coin from me. Yeah. I'm going to find a way to pirate that game. Of course. If it kills me. Yeah, well, because you sent me, me that video, and I'm like, this is beautiful. Too yeah. bad everything Too is... Too bad everything yeah. else is a trash fire. Yeah. yeah. We can't have one nice thing that's just nicely backed, huh? But I, I, yeah, but I just, I saw that, and I, I just, like, I looked through it, I bolted upright, <laughs> Bandit was startled, I'm like... Cyberbully. That's what this is gonna. Oh this gosh. is gonna be someone who has no idea how the internet works, like mm-hmm. doing a, a a persecution story about the internet, and and it, it's gonna be. And apparently, according to what several reviewers have noted, um, of those a thousand and two hundred pages, <laughs> uh, a lot of them are uh, fake tweets. Great. Uh, so, and some of them are recreating the tweet deleted. Mm. effect mm. so you'll have pages that are just tweet deleted great uh copy pasted down the length of that pit pa- and many trees have fallen <laughs> for the sake of doing that so mm. it's uh, it's it's unreal it is <laughs> it is <Yeah. laughs> um what else was i going to talk about we're apparently getting a direct soon if true yeah big news if true <laughs> that would be Apparently it's going to be Zelda-themed. I mean, they have it in the bank. They know that we want the Zelda. They're going to say Breath of the Wild 2. We're working hard on it. You got Xenoblade. You got things to tide you over. Splatoon's out. Yeah. Give us a little bit more time. Maybe here's a little bit more footage. Maybe it's delayed again. But to hold you over, here's a Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Which yes. we know will we'll snatch up at the earliest that, opportunity. That would be... I would be uh, just over the moon. Yeah. If, if, if true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, apparently they might show off a Prime 1 remaster as well. Uh, allegedly, it's going to be a lot of GameCube remasters, which was our time, yeah. Dan. Well, people have been asking. Yeah. People have been pleading with them for mm-hmm. it. So they... I think it's a viable business strategy to just mm-hmm. get some of those. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot. Still a lot from that era that hasn't been touched. Yeah. So yep. 
I would be I would be very pleased. Okay. So yeah. any day now, that's a coming. Yeah. Mm. And not to not to forget anime, oh, but yes. as we discussed, yes. I think off mic last time, mm-hmm. October is when everything's going to drop. Out. We're getting Mob Psycho 100 season two. We're new getting JoJo, New JoJo, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man, uh, Spy Family season Big two. British Bake Off will be on, of course. <laughs> the greatest anime of all. Uh, aren't they doing an American British? They like, already did. Too? Yeah, they did a kids version. They just got one season of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that was a good watch. Mm-hmm. That's good to put on the background because those kids they're dropping chocolate all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and uh, One Piece Film Red is getting mm-hmm. released here in October. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, so that'll you? be that'll yeah. be nice. Yeah. So I mean, a lot on the horizon, anime-wise, and uh, we see no end in sight. And then, of course, I mean, there's one other news article that we got, at least in my book, mm-hmm. um, a certain Pokemon, Grafify, <laughs> <laughs> who we kind of did first, <laughs> but we didn't post the art. It's different enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like a neon raver thing. This is going for an oh, Delfino painter. Yeah. Don't worry. He's <laughs> I I have yeah. the mental image for him. He's he's not affected. Mm-hmm. Grafai Eye is very different from what you gave yeah. me. Even, I just might have to. Even John Perroque, who has the stoniest of hearts, was like he doesn't enjoy him that much, mm-hmm. but he's like I don't hate him. Yeah, which is all we can ask for at this point. I yeah. think these are the best designs since Gen Five. Has revealed to us. I mean, that's hot button issue for the Pokemon fans out there. I love the Gen Five Object Mon and mm-hmm. and the quirkiness of that. Well, and and Grafai, I think, plays into an actual location somewhere in Spain. Mm. I think, like the where multicolored tree the, trunks, the, the trees yeah. are painted, and it's it plays into that. And he's kind of like we've seen like graffiti trainers. Mm-hmm. Like our graffiti artists, like Splatoon, yeah, Splatoonists in there. Oh. So it it seems like you know that's going to be their main thing. Mm. Um, and that actually, on that similar note, inspired my requests oh. for today. Oh boy. Um, well, I have a request to cover for you first. Okay. Shall okay. we discuss about that? Mm-hmm. This is the tangent. <laughs> the tangent is now. So I took one of yours. I did this a little half-heartedly dead. There was a lot of xenoblading going on. No, by, by no never any pressure. I had to squeeze it in since, you know, I'm going to start working Saturdays once in a while soon, and that's going to destroy me physically, mentally, and spiritually. But of course. Wh- what can you do? Uh, I took the ice type, mm-hmm. and I thought we need a few new ones, so here's a few ideas that I'm going to throw at you. Okay. All right. Okay. So the first one, we need an ice type direwolf, Dan. We need a direwolf. We don't have any. They're popular. Everybody loves a direwolf. Make it a cute cub. Make it ice type. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the second one is we need a narwhal. Narwhal, narwhal, swimming in the ocean. Do we have one? We technically do. Mm, who is that? Um, I you a while ago. Oh, I suggested it. You, you no, no, no. You suggested a um a uh, an elephant seal. Okay. And then I intervened that with it his, evolves into a narwhal or something like that. It, into a trunco. Okay. Which is a which is a, a big whale cryptid. Mm-hmm. So I think we're if it's okay, I think we're covered with whales, and yep. we also have a dolphin yes. coming too. Yes. So okay. Um, next a bobcat, a winter cat, a snow leopard. Just make it a regular snow leopard. Mm-hmm. Ice theme, kind of cool. Maybe it could be like a, a partner arrival to the dire wolf thing. Uh, of course. So they're in tandem or something like that. Yep. Version, version opposite. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. And then lastly, some. Oh, wait, now I have two. Uh, one is an igloo turtle. A turtle that is an igloo. I know okay. we have a lot of turtles. Maybe mm-hmm. we can find something else that's equivalent to that. Just an igloo type Pokemon of some sorts. Easily. Yep. And then 
I wanted something, I don't know what kind of animal or creature it would be, that it starts in a frozen form, a la one of the dinos, mm -hmm. and then as it, its second form is like a defrosted version of that, but in the first version it uses the ice so it gets like a fighting type, like if it's on its hands or appendages mm -hmm. or something like that, and whips around. I don't know what kind of animal, maybe a fish? So, yeah, so, no, that's... Yeah. Because there's a lot of a lot of uh, internet urban legends about so it starts out frozen. Yeah. Maybe maybe an unfrozen caveman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes defrosted. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm. All good. Yeah. Uh, but that's all the ideas for ice types I have. And yeah, now you're fine. putting me on the spot. That's fine. The that's actor's fine. studio. Um, mm. I believe again, never any pressure prompts. Uh -huh. I think the only the ones last week were were forest, forest mons. Uh, Yep. To surround Bigfoot. And Nazca uh, lines. Or s and want mysterious, mysterious ones to populate yeah. the Nazca yeah. lines. But today, today I got a big prompt. Oh boy. Because, uh, well, two prompts, actually. Two, two requests. Two. Um, because lately, some of the mons that we've been posting for the podcast have been doing good numbers. Yeah. So I, I want to I keep doing this. Mm -hmm. We got plenty that have already basically had completed art. I'm just, I need to put the finishing touches on them. Put them up. Mm -hmm. Um... So, with your approval, mm -hmm. I'll keep this going for as long as we... I mean... Until we get bored with it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the first request, this is a open-ended one. Mm -hmm. it, it will not be... It does not have to be ended with, like, uh, you know, a one-episode tangent. It's mm -hmm. just open-ended for the future. Okay. Uh, Grafi-Fi kind of inspired me uh, with, like, the painted trees thing. Mm. Um... Considering the massive area that our region encompasses, you know, from, like, southwestern United States all the way down to, like, the Amazon, basically, mm -hmm. uh, there's got to be plenty of roadside oddities yep. in there. Okay. So this specific request uh, is for, for roadside tourist attractions Love like that. that. Love that. We could do Gravity Falls. I could do American Gods. Yes. There's a lot of things there. We have to make a thing about the house on the rock, then. Yes. Yeah. Y yes. Exact Things yeah. exactly like a that. A merry-go-round like, horse that's alive there. Like, even... The merry-go-round room. Like, looking through some of these, like, there's... Mm. Uh, like, even Texas alone has the Cathedral of Junk, mm -hmm. the Cadillac Ranch, mm -hmm. uh, the, you know, uh, like, Leaning Tower of Texas, like, like... Uh, Dinosaur Park, all of these <laughs> um, weird things. Sideshow attractions, yeah, or sideshow stops along the way. And yeah. and of course, the the point B to this, the caveat, mm -hmm. is uh, just like the II for that. Try to try to combine these with some weird animals, okay. like okay. animals that we have not seen previously in Pokemon. These will be true roadside oddities, mm, like that, as in all right, weirdo, one of a kind things. Okay. Uh, two. Mm. Second request. And this, this isn't, this isn't so much a, a request. It's a demand. Um, <laughs> or, or a heads up. <laughs> yeah. A while ago, I raised the concept of having, like, an Uber slash Google Maps guy be mm -hmm. the one who gives you the HMs. Mm -hmm. Um, and... That concept is almost complete. Okay. I, I drew the, the MOA that looks like the Google Maps car mm -hmm. and its trainer, but it's not 100% vibing. Mm. It's, it's, not, it's not entirely vibing mm. with, with, what I, with my standards Your for idea. putting these things okay. up. So I was, I was wondering if, uh, if we just uh, excise the California hipster altogether mm -hmm. 
and would you approve of of going the scarlet and violet route of creating? I like, was going to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a like a maybe a, a mon that's unique to us or a few of them that okay. can adapt and perform the different HM tasks. I like that idea. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was going to suggest gas station until I realized that scarlet and violet do yeah. that as well too. But we have food trucks. We do have food trucks. We yeah. didn't mention that last time yeah. too. So if you would care to explain that as well, um, I thought it was a brilliant idea. Like our uh, because it's based on like the southwest and everything. At least the you know the top part is uh, our Pokemon Center slash Mart slash Wi-Fi Center will be food trucks. Mm -hmm. They'll be parked in the major cities and on some of the major routes. Yeah, and there'll be different uh, ones. There'll be pioneer wagons yeah. if you're down south. And, you know, a sloppy, or what is it, a greasy spoon in my day, they yes. used to call them. It's, <laughs> you know, as I stumbled through the Broadway streets looking for a job. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it'll... So we thought that would be cool. We yeah. thought it would do. It would be something that make, would make our map stand out. Because mm -hmm. uh, everybody loves to eat. Every, yeah, everyone yeah. does. Everyone loves food. Um... But uh, in terms of what form uh, this Mount Mon will take, mm. I'm not positive yet. Okay. Um, well, we can't do lizard. Can't do lizard. <laughs> uh, but I will think on something. Mm. Um, where you come in mm. is, uh, you know, because I figured just, you know, with how we're doing, with, with how everything relates to nature in our mm -hmm. region... And we're gonna have like you know a lot of open desert, open highway up top, yeah, wilderness down below, a lot of cultural stuff. Like, I'll just I might just excise Google guy yeah. and just have it be something that's more common in mm -hmm. the region. Mm -hmm. um, you know, be it an animal that's like Pokemon that's like tamed mm -hmm. uh, in ranches down there, but. Uh, my prompt to you, and again, this might be something that has to evolve depending on what the main one becomes. This will be my new Amadeus yeah. obsession for the next couple days while I figure this out. Uh, but of course, a favorite trope of ours and Grant's and, and everyone's are the 1950s street toughs. Yes. So maybe think up a mount that those troublesome youths those could troublesome be riding around okay. on. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I will I will work on that, but I wanted to give you a heads up that I might be ditching the ostrich moa and that's fine. Yeah, some ideas up, have to get lost. Yeah, coming up with something a little more fitting for our region, okay. I guess. Yeah. So all right, that'll be the next thing. Good prompts, good prompts. Yes, but you know, and I figured for the purposes of like art and everything else, like we can, you know. The roads will be occupied by like people riding around on mm -hmm. mons because if we give them something stupid to ride, on. no, that's <laughs> yeah, the point. Yeah. It, it's got to be as stupid as possible. I, it's it, that's where my mind is leaning right now. If people just to see these you know, street tubs like kids that they ride the stupidest thing ever, exactly, but lovable. Yeah, and, and that's that's the main point. Yeah. Is is like uh, Ooh, I almost feel like Snorlax needs a little competition. Maybe yeah, maybe it this could. would be a, a sprightly younger cousin. It, it like whatever you think would be like, the funniest. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking something with a stick and an apple on it, or something like that. Like they have to, yeah. Like they they dole it out, and it's like a donkey or I, I, not a donkey because I love donkeys and we have Mudbray and yeah. all of them, but something along those lines. Like yeah, it's a beast of burden, but it's just like well, it's a living. Like yeah. Flintstones vibes. It, well, no, exactly, yeah. and that's why I thought it could be fun about yeah. it. Is like more so than just summoning them like the HM mod. Like mm -hmm. we'll do something with a little personality. Yeah. And this gives us an excuse to design a whole lot more, too. Mm. Um, but 
yeah, just if if the people in Spain can ride around on giant lizards, lizards. then we what can. What would we ride? <laughs> we can we can do something similar. And it, it, if it's, it's just a boulder, just a rock, <laughs> it's the rock. Set on. The pioneers used to ride these I mean, around for. It's a rock with a saddle. With googly eyes, everything everywhere all at one I'm, style. I'm feeling a slug somewhere in there, Ooh, but it, can, slug. it yeah. can vary by, like, area yeah. of the map mm-hmm. as to what's... In exce- like, the only exception being maybe that, like, the one that you get is adaptable to yeah. different... Maybe it changes types or something like that as yeah. you travel. Like, yeah. the region it's based in or it's in, it, like, adapts to that. Yeah. I like that idea, too. And So I'll, I'll get back to you with ideas for that, but mm. I wanted to... Uh, I figured I would play more into the cowboy rancher theme mm-hmm. by going that route with it. Yeah. Um, so I'll, Sounds good. I'll work on that. All right. Uh, but, uh, so, so think on those things. Think on the other prompts at your leisure. Yep. And uh, I'm very excited if you want to get into today's episode. Well, let's. You doled out the drawing board last week. Mm-hmm. You decorated him in all his finery. And today he's the thing you fear the most. The drawing board is now the you message board. Yes. But don't worry. There are bad comments on there. <laughs> but also deep down if you dwell, you may find the good in humanity yet, Dan. Mm-hmm. He's got boops and beeps upon him. Emoticons and emojis. Uh, different kind of characters that wow. represent <laughs> the beings that... Truly are represented in the world of you, which mm-hmm. we'll be visiting today. Uh, first off, why this anime? Why why Belle? Mm-hmm. Um, it ties to our roots on the podcast. If you recall in our season two, uh, Hosoda narrowly took the crown over Satoshi Kon. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a spiritual successor to Dan's favorite Summer Wars. Yes. I feel like it's in the same universe as that film. Uh, may not be as loved by you as this, but it feels like a very Jonathan counterpart to that film. I could see that. If that makes sense, that. yeah. Uh, I just really love the vibe, and it's a continuation of this internet media hub universe of Hosoda films that he does so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always present in all of his films, and he just does a great job at it. Yeah. He, he, he shows it well through film. Uh, plus, I love a light musical with a classic fairy tale theming. Light mm. classical fairy tale theming. So let's get into the drawing board. Lots of info to share. Bell or Ryu Tose. Selbakasu no Hime, literally the dragon and the freckled princess, is a 2021 Japanese animated science fiction film written and directed by Momuro Hosoda and produced by Studio Chizu. Uh, this story is inspired by the 1756 French fairy tale Beauty and the Beast by Jean-Marie Laponce de Beaumont. Uh, <laughs> there we with go. Hosoda taking cues from the 1991 Disney animated musical mm-hmm. as well. Uh, the film received its world premiere on July 15th, 2021, just a short time ago at the 2021 Cannes Film Festival, where it was well-received by critics with a standing ovation that lasted 14 minutes. Uh, that's kind of typical fare for good movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. I know that the Cape Blanchett movie, Tar, just got, like, an exuberant, like, hour-and-a-half standing ovation yeah, somehow. Ha- hasn't that been one of the best to come... Like, people are... Cause... I mean, I'm obsessed with it. That trailer looks very Nusperia. I love it. It's about a conductor. Uh, yeah. Kate Blanchett. People... If she wins, she'll be the youngest to win three Oscars. Yeah, she... I would have no problem yeah, with she's that. she's behind Catherine Hepburn and Meryl and I think one other. But she's doing it ten years before they would. Yeah. 
so, is but, a, a feat. Because yeah. the film TikTokers have been, today's con <laughs> didn't get a standing of it. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No bones day for con. <laughs> but uh, it was released theatrically in Japan on July 16, 2021. G-Kids has licensed the film in North America with a nationwide release date of January 14, 2022. And previews in select IMAX theaters on January 12th, while Anime Limited released the film in the United Kingdom on February 4th, 2022. Bell is the third highest grossing Japanese film of 2021, accounting for 6.53 billion in yen in box office rankings as of December 12th, 2021. Mm -hmm. I think the other ones are things we've seen similar to this podcast, maybe. That may be more up your, your alley. Yeah. Was that Demon Slayer? I don't even know. 2021? 2021? Yeah. Uh, it was probably a Dragon Ball or a One Piece or something. I actually, I'm not... Hmm. I'm not positive. Well, I, th I don't. Well, I'm not positive. Demon Slayer was 2020 or 2021. Okay. Yeah, I forget. Uh, uh, I'll fine. look it up. Uh, while Studio Chizu worked on the project, they had help from veteran Disney animator and character designer Jim Kim and Michael Camacho on the design of Belle in the Studio Cartoon Saloon for the background work of the World of You. Mm -hmm. So we even get some Disney in here as well, mm -hmm. without messing up the plot. Maybe a future Kingdom Hearts reference <laughs> if in World of My Dreams. Uh, well, yeah, and it kind of a, a pa another parallel to Promare because mm -hmm. that had a Disney, that a Pixar yeah. guy yeah. advising on it. Too. Too, so. mm, it's almost like the old days, Dan. We were at each other's throats. Uh, Hosoda initially intended for Bell to be an entire musical, but considered the idea difficult due to Japan not having a culture of making musicals. However, he still wanted music, even though musical theater is very big in Japan. Mm -hmm. um, it's They just don't really, you know, produce them as much as here. That's kind of our bread and butter. Like That's in a our, film capacity? Yeah, in a film capacity or like a stage capacity, too. They have like the, the Takazawa shows and whatnot. Mm -hmm. They love musical theaters that they import, or musical theater that they import from other countries, but yeah. they're not really known for making their own. However, he still wanted to make music to make music the central part of the film, so he searched for a protagonist that could sing. He stated that he preferred the same person doing both speaking and singing voices, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's a thing we want to see in musicals, uh, especially anime ones, to make it convincing. Uh, and he searched for a singer who could express their feelings through song and move people, even if they don't understand Japanese. He then found Kaho Nakamura, whom he considered relatively unknown, but a perfect choice for the role. Hosoda stated that Nakamura was also involved in writing lyrics so she could feel the lyrics that she was singing, which mm -hmm. is a great part of the process as well. Um, this is not in my notes, but I wanted to mention it. We are watching the sub, mm -hmm. which is great. The dub is also good, and I've seen a lot of like online presences that are like depending on which version you watch the main character expresses slightly different emotions that work in different good ways in the film mm -hmm. so it might merit you to rewatch this a second time in the opposite version of course because they also cast a voice actress who could sing and you know act in yeah. this as well who was a relatively unknown i forget her name i'll look it up between the breaks so i can give it to you because well, I, I have been listening to those bobs yes. in both languages yes. uh, i have a preference for the, the japanese yeah. but that's just me being a stickler but no but mm -hmm. by all means yeah. uh in the film's u.s opening weekend it made 1.6 million from 1326 theaters and a total of 1.8 million overall on the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes, 95% of 114 critics' reviews are positive, with an average ranking of 7.9 out of 10. The website's consensus reads, A remarkable story brought to life with dazzling animation, Bell finds writer-director Momoro Hosoda setting a brilliant new benchmark. Justin Chang of the Los Angeles Times praised the visuals and story, writing it's a tale as old as time and as newfangled as TikTok, in which the virtual world, through though packed with fantasy and artifice, uh, artifice can bring us startling truths to the surface. Mm -hmm. 
Our musical for the TikTokers. Yeah, yeah. It's not Ratatouille, Dad. <laughs> or uh, Bridgerton, which is doomed. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Attacked. This set on media. Uh, the film has received five Annie Award nominations, including one for Best Independent Animated Feature. Its total makes it the most nominations for a Japanese anime film ever at the awards, surpassing previous films Spirited Away, Millennium Actress, both in 2001, and Weathering With You 2019 with four. Okay. So... Okay. At the Annie Awards, this is the critical darling. No, very good, very good. Um, it only won two official awards despite many nominations with a Japan Academy Film Prize uh, for Outstanding Achievement in Music and a VFX a Japan Award for Excellence uh, Animated Theatrical Film Award. Okay. So, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's it. Uh, what do you know about this film? Um, because I wanted to save it for a mm-hmm. podcast viewing, I only know... Aside from listening to the songs yeah. from it <laughs> over and over again, um, I just—I've literally just seen the previews. I <laughs> chose to not spoil anything about the plot. I just know—I remember watching the original trailers, <laughs> the shades of Beauty and the Beast. There's a there's a there's a monstrous figure. Mm, there is uh, yeah. a, a, a young Belle. Maybe not all he seems. Not all he <laughs> seems. Uh, what I assume is the Gaston figure Ooh. in there somewhere. Oh, there like, is, and those... that's the Dan character. Yes, <laughs> stupid <laughs> and... Justin, whatever his name is. Um, it's Justin because he likes Justice, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, exactly. Yeah. So this he, Justin, he you're a weeb, Dan. <laughs> of course, uh, but uh, like that stuff, and then remembering the trailer, like contrast between the cyber world and real life and probably some emotional baggage between oh yeah definitely i remember seeing this film interesting enough first on tiktok Mm -hmm. where i was reading the comments and they were telling me how long of a standing ovation it got at kong Mm -hmm. and uh the musical references in it just i i thought the songs were a bop too i said oh this is it yeah Enough so that I found it on a website one day and watched it entirely and then shared the link with you, but apparently you resisted for this uh, yeah. very moment. Uh, just just to, 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 yeah. to save it for a, yeah. a proper screening. I'm yeah. interested in hearing how you think this film would have went initially, mm-hmm. and then after watching it, where it actually goes. It does a Hosoda thing that makes it a little bit more humanistic in my... You know, he, he always touches on those themes. He wraps it back around to, like, a social issue or... Yeah. Or something that's happening in these characters' lives without giving any spoilers. Um, I just think it, it's a very cute spiritual success for successor to Summer Wars, yeah. which is a favorite of yours and mine. So probably top tier for me. Yep. So I would be. I'm very interested to see how you this get Promare and, and now you get this. Yeah. So you're eating good in the right. neighborhood, Dan. <laughs> is Applebee's gonna sue us? Or? I don't know. Are they still a company? They're ban- they're know. not bankrupt yet. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, without further ado, oh, I see an internet whale approaching. Quick, Dan, jump on and let me serenade. Someone you. who spends a lot of money on mobile games. Oh, not, not that, Dan. <laughs> we'll see. All right, you. let's get our uh, let's get our Mies ready. After the break, remember to take out your Wii U. <laughs> Because you know that would have been a sponsorship for this movie. Sagastiru, Wakatikremasyoni, Gisei, Nina, Teona, 
悲しい顔はやめてよ君の最後は涙じゃないよずっと苦しく背負ってくんだ口見えない感情迷路に誰を待ってるの血の妹に綴ったようにもっと素直に吐き出したいよ何から逃れたいんだ Here we are, Dan. <laughs> We're back. We're we, back. We yeah. just watched Momoro Hosoda's Bellu. Yes. And、um, it was an experience. It was a thing. We definitely did that. Yes. Yes.、Mm-hmm. Any initial thoughts, Dan? Let me preface this.、Mm-hmm. I can see why you would. You would define this as like closer to your vibe of a Summer Wars than, than the first, than,、mm-hmm. than, than the, you know, yeah, the first yeah, no, one. Yeah, I agree. Yep.、Um, that being said, by no means、mm-hmm. do I think it was bad. I thought it was a very good movie. It was good. But I, I, mentally, the, 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 Closest thing I can compare it to is my recent viewing of Last Night in Soho. Wow. Where, Interesting. Future where, watch on this podcast. It's in the bag. Where I enjoyed it. Yeah. My, my enjoyment was not like. Was never. Actually, there's a lot of parallels with that movie. There are some questions, though. There's. There's. um, it, Like. Certain goofy parts、mm-hmm. took me out of the things that were supposed to be serious. Okay. And kind of like with Last Night in Soho, there's like plot elements that get planted,、yeah. and they do get paid off, but in, in like, a, like, like a very. what feels like an indirect way、yeah. for Hasoda's usual stuff.、Yeah. And that's the danger for a musical, Dan. Y- yeah. I feel like that comes with the musical genre, but I, there are good points of this movie. There are bad points of this movie. I do think that Summer Wars is definitely the better film、mm-hmm. when we're comparing the two. But it's interesting that this definitely exists in the same universe as Summer Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's all I can say. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that this is going to be at least an interesting discussion because.、Mm. Because again, because usually, because I, I went into this expecting like. Yeah, a magnum like, opus.、Uh, but. And while good, while I think, you know, good for discussion, I. I and I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. But,、yeah. if, but if at any point you feel like I'm giving it no, unfair no, no. rap, no, just no, no, no. by all means,、yeah. we will. We will you sta- know I'll address that on you, Dan. <laughs> we will Statler and Waldorf our, our way. I'll reveal、uh, the shining light of the internet upon you. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I, I will go through the elements as we go through. Because it's, it's really. I mean, that's what I got to preface it with, too. Visually, loved it.、Mm-hmm. Loved the music. Story. The story is what, eh, for、yeah. me. So that's. I don't think you'd be giving it a 17 minute ovation at Kong's. I don't think so, but. Ooh. Well, anyways, I want to mention the. Like I said, this is a movie that you should watch the dub cast as well,、mm-hmm. because they're slightly different. Maybe you'll like that flavor a little bit more in your dotage if you give it a rewatch. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, I think I will.、Um, the、uh, star of Belle in the American dub is Kylie McNeil. I just want to mention that because apparently she lends something else to the role.、Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll be the poison you pick. I don't know. Well, and I could see that because in order to get the, the sound of the music to、yeah. work, I would odd, imagine. It was an oddly quiet cut. Like, this is the first time I've watched the Blu ray.、Mm-hmm. It seemed a little low to me. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Interesting.、Uh, yeah. Yeah.、Uh, okay. If that was, if you noticed that, then、yeah. that's okay. Oh, well, it's the first time I watched it, Dan, aside、hmm. from like the earphones being in. But 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so welcome to the world of you. And we already start with a bop. Mm-hmm. It's the bop of bops that is, you know. Lie, lie, lie. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And we find out that the world of you is an internet database uh, media sharing system. that's Constantly by, growing. Yeah, yeah, by five sages not to be revealed. The voices. Yeah. yeah. So we get some backstory. An internet society constantly growing and flourishing. Another classic Hasoda internet universe, which we've seen before. Users are scanned and assigned a digital avatar, an AS based on personal biometric information. I don't know how this will hold up in the real world, but <laughs> it's definitely something. Yeah. I okay. I would just be a fat cat. I know it. In this, this is, this is, this is nitpick territory no please that's why we have the podcast i really liked how summer wars did it Mm -hmm. where you saw people like messing around on their mobile phones and they're just like little stupid avatars that they it can range from like hyper detailed martial arts avatar Mm -hmm. to like oh this guy's a firefighter cute chibi boy yeah and and i i i liked that i wish that we would have spent more time Going into how things factored into because we get bits of it. We get like, oh, it scans in your like physical traits. It scans in like your potential. It scans in like I th- I think like disabilities and and mm-hmm. physical ailments that you suffer from, mm-hmm. and then it factors that accordingly into your profile. And and I'm like, okay, that that could be interesting. Like how you know how how does that pan out for mm. everyone? But it it, it was. We don't, we don't get we don't get a whole lot of it. No. I yeah. think it's because it's setting up it's literally a spiritual successor. Yeah. Like that's kind of the the sort of thing that Summer Wars is based off of. Maybe yeah. we don't need that information if you've seen the previous film. Yeah. Because it, it's definitely more advanced. It's like the dot hack. Yeah. Uh, you put your reality. earphones in and you're scanned. Yeah. Yeah, you show a picture and whatever. Um You is another reality for everyone to start over with. Belle is a U World acclaimed pop idol singing and raining from a distant cousin of the Summer Wars Internet Whale. Yes. Which is like, you know, when the bomb dropped <laughs> this U universe survived. Yeah, again, whales are, I guess, a soda likes whales, so. Mm-hmm. 17-year-old Suzo Naito, who Suzo is uh, Japanese for Bell, mm-hmm. should have been a clue there, lives in rural Kochi Prefecture of Japan with her father. Uh, she lives a quiet, introverted life, distant from her dad, getting over the loss of her mother. Uh, she is equivalent of Bell and you, but no one really knows. Yeah, yep. no one would suspect that, that she is... I think I think they they lean towards uh, the popular girl at school. Yeah, yeah. Internet pop star uh, Bell is a standout from the five billion users or so of you. Everyone questioning who is the real world Bell or her user. Uh, we get a somber opening with Susan walking alone to school versus the chaos of high school. The popular girl Ruka is showing off her band talents, playing the sax doing a, a by sax doing a solo jig. with the jig. It's very Jonathan versus Dan. It's like, wow, Jonathan could do the sax on the jig, and oh, what's re- Dan doing? He's really the center of attention. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Suzu thinks she is very pretty, but outclasses her in school's social hierarchy. Hiro is Suzu's friend and asks Suzu to not think of that too much. Uh, no use social climbing. Kamashin is a boy trying to over-eagerly start a school kayak slash canoe club. And we get the popular boy Shinobu, who has known Suzu since they were kids. Uh, he's the resident school basketball star and heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the very John type. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But when they were kids, Shinobu proposed to Suzu. Uh, we were six at the time, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. And we, that's all the backstory we get. 
Well, we, well, we do get more context yeah, for yeah. it. It, yeah. it builds slowly. Yeah. Uh, Susan remembers years ago, growing up with her mother and father. We got some great flashback scenes with moments in time, like her like learning how to play music on her phone. The piano app yeah. yep. and singing and recording little songs yeah. with her mom. Her falling and her mom like comforting her from that fall. It's mm-hmm. very emotional. It's very Hosoto. Uh, Susan uses an app on her phone to learn how to play the piano. She takes an interest with her mother uh, for both her passion for singing and music. Mm-hmm. Um, Suzu recalls her mother rescuing a child in danger in a drown uh, in like a, a rapidly flowing river. Yeah. And there that's w- the trauma. There the was film. a flood and uh, Suzu's mom like took the initiative that child over yeah. there is going to die if I don't do something. So mm-hmm. she swam over with a life vest, yep. gave the child the life vest and then couldn't swim back yeah. to safety herself. Yeah, so the movie starts well. It's yeah. like we get enough emotional backstory that we feel for Suzu and Certainly. her mother. Um, uh, her mother dies in the process before Suzu can join. Uh, she is stopped by someone off screen, which we'll get to later. Yeah, before she's literally about to like throw herself so in the river, the river yeah. like some an unseen person stops yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, many think that this is a waste of life for Susan's mom to do this and trying to die being a hero. We get more of like that internet commentary on culture, which I enjoyed. Yes, in real life, it's like oh, she threw her life away. She wasted it. She shouldn't have saved that child, even though she was capable of it. It's just yeah. things we hear. Yeah, and the implication, I, I, I guess, the implication is that Suzu hears it too because she's like, oh, she abandoned her daughter to to, to be a hero it's this Mm that yeah like all the which presumably feeds back into suzu's trauma so and ever since her mother's death suzu hasn't sung publicly since she has been avidly playing music and writing lyrics though Mm -hmm. but she considers this like trash and throws it out in the process yeah she doesn't really like have a passion for music anymore even though that's her life yes um and that's what she's grown up to be uh, she questions her mother choice, her mother's choice too during this time. Like, why did she save that child uh, when she's my mother? Yeah. But uh, she suffers in silence. Suzu lives a quiet, introverted life. She gets invited to karaoke one night with the U-pop idol Peggy Sue singing over a mob of girls. A very Jonathan moment. Yes. Uh, sing along to Peggy Sue, Dan. She's the existing Miku of this world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Suzu refuses and walks home alone. There she tries to sing, but it has been so long she's too traumatized, so she throws up. And at that same moment, Hiro sends her an invitation to U- the U service, and Suzu longs to start over in the digital world. So, good premise. Like, this, this start of the movie is great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would hope you would agree on that. Yes, we're not at the point where some of the and the, please mention yeah there there are because I can't I can't I gotta wait until we hit the plot okay. beats to talk about it but okay. there were things that were going because you said to keep in mind what I th- where I think the movie is yeah. going and where it mm. does go yeah and there's a few big chunks in this opening part here that mm-hmm. that I thought or hoped would go differently yeah um but we'll get to those when. Everything is said and done, I think. Okay. So Ruka, clearly friendly enough to notice Suzu while at school, uh, you uses Ruka's, uh, Ruka's photo to create a beautiful pink hair avatar, uh, donning the name Bell, Japanese Suzu. You uses earpods to read biometric tech to sync vision and put users in the digital world. More Digimon love. Like yes. when they're initially scanning, this is exactly like Digimon slash Summer Wars. Yes. So you can see where I draw that parallel from. Uh, Belle emerges in you and immediately sings Gales of Song. Uh, Suzu is surprised she can sing easily here again. Some users take notice. 
uh, that we will see later on in the film, and others scoff, but Suzu feels free at last. A little weird cherub, uh, Avatar notices Belle, Suzu wakes up with one follower and comment from the same little cherub guy, Mm -hmm. and says like, oh... Like, that's what I would expect, like, one follower. Maybe, like, this isn't it for me. But during the day, her following on you grows exponentially. Yeah, it blows up because yeah. of that public song. So uh, Millions of follower- followers by the end of the day. Uh, the followers grow up exponentially. Tons of art and new songs to see. A you celebrity. Peggy Sue comments on the new star, Belle. It's just a shot in the dark, but many naysayers may be existing about Belle, but... She does have a certain something. Yeah, she, well, she's gaining, like, what you would expect from an internet presence. Like, yeah. she's got lovers, haters, <laughs> and people are speculating over what real-life celebrity she could possibly be. Yeah. So. Uh, Suzu is freaking out that everyone is talking about her in the real world. She runs over to Hiro, who already knows Suzu is Belle, the very Jonathan of the Dan. She's the she's the guy yeah. in the chair. Yeah, <laughs> spins around. Oh, 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 Dan, come to me about the Weeb server. Hey, I knew it was you. One Piece fan, 96? Uh, yeah, so it's... Yeah. It, no, it's exactly that. And she has, like, her gigantic multi-screen tech Which setup. Which we, we said it, was a Hosoda se- staple. Yeah, like she w- steals, once again. It, it looks like the house from Summer Wars. She's got, like, the same dad from Summer Wars. It, exactly. But then even then, like, her parents, because, like, you can't use this room for this anymore. Mm-hmm. This is, like, our our family room. Yeah. You can't you can't set up in here. Uh, Ruka's looks and you can draw at users' hidden strengths. So, like, uh, this friend hero knows that she probably used a photo from Ruka instead to be so beautiful. But I do mention the point when it was scanning um, our main character, it does focus on her face. Yes. So like the whole time she's thinking it's Ruka's face, but it's actually her own. Thus the freckles. Yeah. The freckles and the, the marks and everything. Yeah. So yeah. Um, all profits are going to charity. So like, I'm going to be your manager. I'm going to set you up, Dan. Yeah. We're going to send all the profits to Weeb Town or wherever the charity goes. Yeah. Shield me from criticism. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Belle is an overnight you diva. Peggy Sue says she's yesterday's you news. One in turn, it's Peggy Sue who is yesterday's news. Yes. Same point. Uh, Hero loving the secret knowledge and the producer role. Uh, we get some, uh, oh ho 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 ho's. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, the, uh, the noble woman laugh again. Yeah. And then it's summer vacation, so the elementary school downtown is abandoned. Yes. Which is important. Uh, Suzu sings with some of her mom's old friends at a community choir. Your mom would want you to be happy. Uh, no one knows what hap- happiness is. We get a flashback to young Shinobu talking to Suzu, mirroring the present. The school takes notice of this interaction, and Suzu is over that. No one should really worry about her now. Shinobu is talking to Ruka at the same time. So we get this high school drama plot that's happening at the same time. Yes. As our you plot. How did you feel about that, Dan? I thought things were going to go very uh, differently. All right. I. Who did you think was uh, the beast, even though he hasn't shown up? Okay. Uh, well, okay. We'll unpack this now. All right. Unironically, I thought because the the whole thing with the avatars is that everything about it's like it's literally a new you. Hmm. I thought. Like, my first gut instinct was that the Beast was the little girl who Susan's oh. mom died saving. Oh, and that's she, an interesting plot. She imported herself as, like, a hideous beast unworthy of love. Mm-hmm. She has injuries. She has, like... Baggage. A, a, yeah. And hides away, but is it, like, something draws the Beast to Belle. 
and then that would create like a dramatic moment later on. Yeah. When Suzu discovers that fact. All right, that's a cool plot. Maybe in a different universe that would happen. And I also thought, because mm-hmm. again, I was going in this with the Summer Wars instinct. Mm-hmm. We had five voices, mm-hmm. and there's five old biddies who hang out. <laughs> ah, with, the users with... of you, yeah. And I thought that, like, okay, I like I'm trying to fit the pieces together here. These five older ladies are the ones who developed you. Mm. They retired to like a peaceful country life. They yeah. maintain anonymity because that, like the whole movie is about anonymity. Yeah. They they yeah. did this in the internet. They keep like this community going but they're not they no one knows that it's them mm-hmm. like they just they started this worldwide phenomenon but they've they're completely anonymous yeah and you know they're called the voices they were in a choir with yeah. suzu's mom maybe they preserved something of suzu's mom in you mm-hmm. that you know for when suzu was ready to to receive it yeah she would she would find it maybe if her fame got too big or something yeah and then right. but but then the whole thing with the beast kind of like interfere or like <laughs> accelerates that mm-hmm. and then we we have to like you know is the real you worthy of love yeah. is like you know your mom did did not abandon you because mm. like she was connected to all these other people who also love you and it's wow. like that's where my mind went yeah that's a great thought i'd like that movie but yeah i that's that's what i was thinking this but was that doesn't <laughs> but that doesn't happen dan does it no no no, no. Uh, so Bell is having the biggest virtual concert ever in used virtual stadium. It's water diamond whale themed. Yes. You know, we love that. Uh, suddenly a beast of an avatar nicknamed the dragon slash the beast interrupts Bell's concert. A vigilante used security force led by a guy named Justin of the Justices, uh, a very promare parallel yes. that we have going <laughs> on here, is chasing the dragon who is one of Yu's prominent fighters. Uh, bruises on his back. The dragon dispatches many of the enforcers to the chagrin of everyone. Bell wonders who the dragon is, and Justin possesses the light of truth, which can reveal the user behind the avatar if struck. So, uh, the stadium locks and the battle is set. The dragon busts out the stadium, and Justin swears to uncover well, his beast identity. Because it's a little, uh, uh, like, the, the, the complicated thing is that uh, Belle is performing, she does her Taylor Swift diamond dress mm-hmm. whale performance, like the Revenge of the Sith opera scene. Yes. Then she's about to go into a, a ladder-themed song, so we get the Digimon <laughs> Ladders, slash yeah. Summer Wars, like, metal trestle things. Mm-hmm. And while the Beast is, is trying to defeat the mods, he... <laughs> you know, lunges past her, all, like, could have hurt her, almost, yeah. but grabs a beam, dispatches the rest of, like, the the mod squad with it, and then, you know, escapes. Yep. Um, very much channeling that, that Summer Wars thing where they build the giant mm-hmm. fortress to seal Love Machine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Justin, Justin is an element mm-hmm. that... Whether or not I, I, the the comedic potential in seeing myself in him or or whatever, the goofiness of him and his 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 buddies, his posse, his furry posse, like takes me out of it sometimes. Like, but sometimes. I think that's the point. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, I I know. Like that's but, the minimal of it. Yeah, and mm. it's 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 just like because he has like the Mega Man Light of Truth arm cannon, mm-hmm. but we don't know. 
why he has that. We, we don't know if he's literally, like, given, like, moderator privileges in this, because there's no police, there's no... Got sponsors. Yeah, he has sponsors, but he, there's no, like, enforcement thing in this, so we don't know why he has this ability, um, and I don't know, I, I had assumed that we were gonna get something with him, because mm. if he's the Gaston parallel... I'm pretty sure the only backstory that Gaston had was that he was like a beautiful. war. He was he was beautiful, but yeah. he was also like a war veteran. Yeah, and he would he, like he couldn't. And he used his antlers in all of his decorating. <laughs> yeah, and and he like he couldn't. He needed a battle to keep fighting. And I, I thought it was going to be something like that. Mm. I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't. Yeah, we don't we don't really figure out what his deal is. He kind we don't ever. He yeah. kind of drops out of the movie. Yeah. After, later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Suzu is still distant with her father. She wonders about the multiverse uh, or the motives of the beast. Uh, Hero wonders if they should try and unveil the dragon slash the beast. Hero knows the beast suddenly appeared. No user is able to be found. Uh, the beast has previously fought 374 opponents. That might give us some info. Uh, some classic Summer Wars uh, massive computer tech is brought to the abandoned elementary school. Yeah. For the summer. So it was like, oh, Dan's gonna like this, maybe. Uh, and bruises are battle scars, so they talk to all the Beast's previous opponents yeah. through the internet. Which is a cool scene. We get them all over the world, like, located through chips and stuff, and we get a one-on-one on some of these quirky characters. Yeah, and it, and it's like, they're they're going through the list, and it's like, okay, according to his record, only, like, three or four people have ever defeated him in a martial arts match. Mm-hmm. But then when they check in with them, it's like, yeah, no, he... He lost the match by default because he just ran out yeah. in the middle of it. He got distracted. Yeah. And then little angel dude. The is, cherub angel yeah. Bell's first follower. Yeah. Who we saw previously. That's like, I like you in the street, whatever. Yeah. Is uh, is also one of the people who's defeated the beast, but he doesn't explain anything. Mm-hmm. So um, They deduce that maybe it's Jelinek, an obscure modern artist. Jelinek is a no-go. Bruised tattoos. Uh, could be a woman claiming to be someone else. Hero clearly me. Um, her life is a lie. All stock photos. So they interview this woman. Yeah, that's like the mom from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, the uh, the Yudasa mom, the one who turns them over to Bobbity. <laughs> yeah, but her life is clearly fake because all her photos are shopped. Yes, mm-hmm. they're all sh- and we've seen a few shops in our time. So they yeah. Yep. It and could it, yeah. Oh, it, continue. I, her coming in is interesting because mm-hmm. it's like. That also would have been Dan. yeah. It would have been intrigue if it was just like like a, like an older lady on social media who had literally created like a avatar, persona, yeah. like a persona that was solely there to to seem sad. Yeah, because that was her. That but hero. we saw her in the beginning. Like, there's little clues in this movie. Like yeah. the second watch, like we see her in the the first scene. That's like, oh, she can't sing. Yeah, and then we see like the main person. Yeah, early on in this film too. So the film does give you is- Easter eggs. It does. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no there's a lot of them. That'll be good for a second watch through. Mm-hmm. Is to spot those. Uh, possibly could be Fox, a baseball player who's hiding a dark secret about his body. Yeah, mm-hmm. odd odd topic for talk shows, but we've probably seen stupider in yeah. real life. So. Uh, we also learned that the beast slash the dragon is gaining popularity with children primarily. So because they think he's cool, he's yeah. edgy. Yeah. So. Uh, boy in white and black a second time. We see them briefly as Suzu is like scrolling the media 
and trying to like deduce who her fans are. Mm-hmm. So interesting to point. And Jelinek is mourning for a dead girlfriend. So could yeah. be him. I I mean I brought up the point: is Jelinek basing his design off the beast, or is the beast basing his de- design off Jelinek? Yeah, because and then, it's very very close. Well, and and it gets into that whole like fake persona thing because it's like he he is mourning a girlfriend, but then. Like, the internet does sleuthing, and they're like, oh no, this girl he dated is alive, and he's like, no, you idiots, my other girlfriend, like, not that one, is, did die. Like, so it's like that trap of, like, people on social media, like, you know, like, we did it, Reddit, like, that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, like, public persona, private, and then, like, the overspill between it. So, Hiro takes Suzu out to, like, lunch or dinner or whatever, and reveals that she's into their physics teacher. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. Suzu barely talks to her dad, best friends forever. Uh, the Beast has a hidden castle somewhere in you. Belle looks for it in the uh, internet world, covered by a shroud. Yeah. As is traditional. Uh, she is approached by a group of cute little AIs who lead her to the castle. We'll refer to them as the Angels. I thought that her and Heroes EI, like these Angels and Heroes EI, is very similar for some reason. Yeah. They're like little cherubs or whatever. They are, yeah. Like, Heroes is like a little, like, witch person with, mm-hmm. like, uh, cubes floating around it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they're like, we're only gonna tell you where yeah. his castle is. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, I know, I know, Dan. It has to be a secret, including that one cherub avatar, Belle's first follower. Uh, Belle finds the Beast's castle. Uh, secret roses grow there. The Beast finds her and is pissed. Uh, the angel leads the Beast and Belle to a balcony, revealing his tender side. Suzu is smitten with the bad boy. Susan, maybe you should write your own love song. She goes and consults with the the five old ladies to, yeah. to like, oh yeah, like oh she's in love with a with mm-hmm. a bad boy. Like mm-hmm. you should you should. Give I've him been a, there. Like write him a song. Yep, because that'll reach his heart. Whatever. And I do like how these angels previously to like introducing the beast are framed on like an old style RPG. Yeah. Frame. It's them in like the distance on like a two D board. I don't know how to explain this, but. You know, them, like, yeah. framed in that. Yeah, like, they're giving you, like, they're giving, like, a quest to yeah. the main character. And I, I figured that that would make sense if they're supposed to be, like, the objects that Beast's castle is, mm-hmm. his former employees and stuff. So. Are, like, objects, yeah. yeah. Uh, Suzu tries to think of a love song, thinking of Shinobu. She creates Lend Me Your Love. She's getting hundreds of texts from the girls at school for holding hands with Shinobu at school. And then we get the iconic Fire Emblem slash Dynasty Warriors segment. Slash Settlers of Catan. Yeah, yeah. like, this really woke Dan up. Dan was like, I am here. I am alive. I enjoy this. I like how it's framed. It's the girls are feuding about a boy, and you have to convince them either angle and turn their convictions the other way. Yeah, let's play to our strengths. You go deal with the more sympathetic girls. I'll go yell at the the mean girls, and then we'll we'll reconvene and try to put out this fire. And then they do. They yep, successfully they, do. They smooth it over. Ruka wants to talk to Suzu, uh, and she suggests that maybe she is into Shinobu at the same time. Uh, Suzu sees Kamishun kayaking and Sh- Shinobu watching him kayaking, uh, and Shinobu's like, I'm just checking in on you. Kamishun tries to impress college recruiters. 
flashes a pic of him like saying like oh i took this pic with the losers of the kayaking team at another school which will come into play later and he's going to nationals yeah so yeah uh and he asks her like if you have a crush on me since you came to watch and suzu's like no i don't which which also comes back so yeah uh ruka is here for either way uh suza cries so she does receive that text i know you asked me from like her best friend that's Mm -hmm. like i'm here for you either way yeah so that's why she's kind of breaking down because the boy she likes and another boy asked her out so it's like a lot of overwhelming of emotions at this point okay that that's understandable yeah uh suzu visits the beast again we see a damaged photo of a woman uh suzu tries to approach the beast and then we get the kind of get out of (laughs) here we don't want you here anymore uh, Bell flees and is stopped by the Justice League. Uh, yeah, Justin and his animal uh, uh, animal pals. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Anna pal mm, Anna pals. Uh, yeah, I don't, the, the the yeah the mm. his yeah like, it's correct that they're the Justice League, but yeah. But at this point, uh, Bell flees and is stopped by Justice, and then the Beast flies in and absconds with Bell. Uh, a chase scene back to the castle, and we sing another song where it's like, oh. I love you. Yeah, I, I'm sure the lyrics are much deeper, but well, that's you know. the is that that's the beauty in the Beast parallels. Yeah. So like where they yeah, do the ballroom, the, the ballroom dance, yeah, and then into the stars, <laughs> they have a brief little hug. Yep, which is important. hug, not a kiss. Hug, it's important. Kiss. Yeah, yeah, because she sees the childlike eyes in the Beast. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, I'll give you a hug too. Which you know the movie does successfully, I think. Yes, for maintaining the reveal that's coming up in a few minutes. Yes. All right, all right. Still, still waiting on that. I'm waiting for Dan to call me out. I'm like, how dare you? No, no like I already explained what I thought the plot should have, mm. or what I would have hoped it was going to be. Mm. But like, that's the thing. I'm not left feeling a lot about what happens. So, okay. we'll, but we'll get into that when it uh, comes. So the beast suddenly reacts in pain. More bruises appearing on his back. He is ashamed. Uh, Bell needs to know who he is. Bell is taking the absent from you at this point. Like, they don't talk anymore, she's kind of depressed, Suzu wants to just take an absence and find herself, yes. and, and think about the events that are going on in you. Uh, the world wants to know, rumors spread, uh, it turns out that Jellica, Jelinka's lover is, isn't dead, he's just plagiarizing based on two girlfriends. Okay. Like, one died spiritually for him when breaking up for him. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what he says. I thought that, yeah. okay, yeah that, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, the Beast slash Fox comes clean with his secret. Uh, medical scars, so this is the baseball player. Yeah. He comes out and he's like, I have something to share with you all. Like, I've gotten surgery when I was a younger kid. I'm ripped, but still yeah. scarred. So, like, kids out there, like, you can keep yeah. striving. He's a good no guy, Dad. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy, Fox. Uh, <laughs> who is the Beast? Uh, the housewife is not a fan of this. She was just a fan of fraud, too. She had a whole fake life. She yeah. wanted to, like, get in on the fame of it all. Uh, Belle was incognito. Justin takes her for interrogation, threatening her with the truth of justice. And this is me and Dan in a scene, if you ever need one. Yes. No, it, it, it literally, like, I must maintain order on this yeah, subreddit. and I'm just sitting in a chair looking downwards, going, you can't have the information, Dan. You're too much of a troublemaker. And, and, and again, it's like the one fragment of like a motivation speech that he gives is like you'll notice that there are no law enforcement things Mm -hmm. in here because the voices felt that like this is utopia this is like like this movie hasn't fucked up no like it's good yes it's decent to this point you're still 
thinking no, about it. No, by all means, just because it doesn't satisfy yeah. our weird, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, by by all, like, because that's what I, when I when I see stuff like this, no, I want to think, like, it's not a bad movie. Who gave him that gun? Like, yeah. I, that's what I want to, you know, say, but it does not take away from anything. But he's yeah. like, you know, with this light of truth, I can, you know, unveil you as your origin, yeah. your, your, true your true self. self. Yeah. And the internet won't love you as much because they love Belle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't know, I can unveil you with our true identity, no one would love you, Belle is suddenly whisked away by the AIs, and Justin finds a rose petal, and since this is internet logic, he can track down the UI or whatever. We do see code on it. Yeah. Like, he Yeah, and I like these UIs, too, they seem ultra-powerful for no reason. Yes. They create water and fire in the internet. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Because they're presumably, like, the primal forces of of you, so... Uh, so the beast is in danger. Suzu meets Ruka while switching trains. Uh, so Suzu's distracted in like the real world at this point. Mm-hmm. She's switching trains. She meets Ruka and Ruka wants to chat with a boy who apparently is not Shinobu. Yes. Like she's not into it. She goes to talk. She seems like a real friend, like a chill, popular girl that just wants to speak with her. Yeah. Yeah. Hang out, which I thought was an interesting twist. No, I it, that's it's a very good twist. Yeah, uh, she is not in. She is into uh, Kamashin, who's the kayak guy. Yes, and says, like you've known them since childhood. Do you want to like introduce us? Mm-hmm. Like I, I just want to know more about him. Uh, she knows Suzu, Suzu like Shinobu or like Shinobu. Uh, they talk. Shinobu is just worried about you. Kamashin and Ru- Ruka are then brought together in another train station scene, which I think is. Kind of the pinnacle of this film. It's very Hosoda. Where oh. They're going through this train station multiple times or this bus depot, whatever. And we see the same background. And it's just these characters interacting in the real real world. I thought that was very no, Hosoda. I was going to say, that's probably one of my favorite scenes yeah, yeah. In, the, in the... Like, it's a very human, like... These two awkward people are going to get, like... They're getting matched by a third awkward yeah. person who has learned to slightly be... Because it's more insight into Suzu's character. She, like, gets the two of them together. She gives, uh, uh, Kamishin, like, lines to say. Yeah. And then she watches them from afar, and she's like, okay, I hope that it works, everything works out for the yeah, two of them. it's very cute, it's yeah. very sweet. And, you know, they're both embarrassed about talking to each other. Um, I could watch you compete in nationals, I hope it works out. Shinobu is also there, like, when, uh, our main character goes out in the streets... Shinobu's yeah. across, like, the tram car going, like, I know your secret. Yeah. What? The guy, yeah, like, your bell. Your like, bell. Uh, uh, what? I gotta go. And she runs off. Um, uh, Suzu is freaking out. The beast is in trouble. Uh, Justin, the league is storming the castle. Burning <laughs> it down a la Minecraft style, as Dan suggested. Yeah. Burning it off the server. There's no backup. So. Yep. Uh, the Beast Castle kids against this. And they, all the kids are against this. Like, why are you taking it out on the Beast slash the dragon? Yeah, well, and it's interesting because we see, I mean, again, we see throughout the movie that the, like, the younger kids love the Beast because he's cool, he's a bad, he's taking on yeah, the very system. very Dan. Very Dan. Um, you would love the Beast. But then, like, by this point in the movie, the adults tune into that and kind of ruin it for the kids. Like, they start, like, over, you know, in an editing sense, they start, like, overwriting the... Mm-hmm. The, the positive message from the kids and they're like no they, these kids don't do anything they're just yeah. they're just being stupid they don't yeah. they don't understand and then they you know so it's like mm-hmm. not that the tide is shifting but we're reaching like everything's going wrong yeah uh, yeah so bell arrives she finds these injured ais and the injured ais take her to the beast 
Uh, he can't tell Belle the truth. The castle burns. Shinobu and the gang learn about Suzu's whereabouts. Who She ran off to the elementary school mm-hmm. uh, just to connect to the server and find out what was really going on. Yes. So this is like the crux of the film. This is where everything's going on. And the plot sort of changes. Yes. Um, just to mention that going on here. Uh, they have to find the identity of the beast. Uh, the choir all knew that Suzu was Belle and raced to help because of the five old biddies. Yes. Um, and Suzu hears a young boy singing her song behind all the proxies or whatever, all the open tabs. Well, and I did like this part because it was like she was literally filtering through all the noise yeah. to find meaning. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked if that was more pivotal. Okay. It is pivotal still. Yeah, it's but important, not in the way you but would it's want. not like... Yeah. It comes out of nowhere, kind of, sort of. Yeah, and it's it's like, I don't, like, because it reminds me of when that's, like, a similar thing happened in that Digimon movie, mm-hmm. when they're getting flooded with the emails, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, just, you have to interpret them a different, it's not, it's not everyone screaming, it's yeah. everyone supporting. Offering their hope, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I was hoping that would have a little bit more impact, but, mm. but, yeah, they, she singles in on one, like, live streaming video that she's the only viewer of. Yep. So we get Kei and Tomo, who have been presented throughout the film, in little vignettes, little articles that have been mm-hmm. presented in the background. Watch it again, if you don't believe me. Uh, Tomo is the boy in white, and Kei is the boy in black, aka the beast. The boys are being abused by their father, uh, thus explaining Kei's bruises. Uh, Kei's avatar is... Oh, sorry. Uh, Tomo's... Bu- oh, no, 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 no. Kei's bruises, and then Tomo is the angel that we've been seeing throughout. Yeah. And I and I think that I think in the build up to when she's like filtering out the noise to f- figure out who's singing her song, mm-hmm. she goes through her head like, no, it wouldn't be something like uh, like Jellico because uh, it you know he has too much going on or whatever. Y- yeah, like it wouldn't be his bruises were just tattoos. Uh, like it wouldn't be the injured baseball player um, because you kind of takes your the person you are inside yeah. so it wouldn't make sense that anyone with physical injuries would have them present in the in the game it mm-hmm. would just be inter like emotional yeah injuries i mean so. i like where it goes in this last direction kind of sorta i think it's a little heavy-handed mm-hmm. definitely uh dealing with like child abuse Yes. I mean, I I respect what they were going for. Yes. Yeah. It's it is it is it is commendable. Mm-hmm. Um. At this point, I just I feel like everything becomes a little more. And I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, push back. Mm-hmm. It it feels like detached. Like yeah, it feels no, like I, I felt that too. Like yeah. an intimate story. Like. I get what he was trying to do, laying the clues for it. Yes. Like, I, I understand that this is supposed to be, like, the reveal of the film. Yes. But it, it, it's like... I don't know, like... We're not championing child abuse uh, no, on this podcast. It, 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 it's kind of just, like... It is a surprising twist <laughs> to the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like... It is truly, like, two strangers on the internet meeting... And then, like, through that connection, one person is going to help. Like, they're both going to help each other yeah. through something. But it's just like, again, because I went in this with the mentality of Summer Wars, where it's like, the main character has no experience with family. Mm-hmm. He kind of... But it's a you similar know, thing, though. It, 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 yeah, it does. No, I, it, like, you it, could see it. it. It does. It's just like, 
whereas everything felt contained within that circle with everyone else rooting for them at the end, mm-hmm. this feels more like, okay, it hasn't been one of, it. like, this isn't all about us, it's about this other person mm-hmm. who's suffering. Yeah. But like, again, like the kid across the river. Like, yeah. okay, so, so symbolically I know what it's supposed to, it's mm-hmm. just like, Lost me a little bit. Yeah, so Suzu is trying to find the location through the zoom-in function, explaining the bruises from the abuse when she sees the two boys. Uh, Suzu pieces it together as the school gang and choir arrive. She's gotta find those boys, Dan! Yeah. Uh, Explains the beast enduring all the pain. Uh, Suzu tries to call the boys, but they don't believe that she is Belle at this point. Yeah. She's just like a no one. And then we get like this weird scene where like, these no names join the call and they're like, "Oh, it's child abuse." Tee-hee. Yeah, and like, leave. I'm like, "What?" Like three or four like internet griefers like join the video and they're like, well, "Should we forward this?" Yeah, we will. And then they they do. They end up like spreading it around the internet like those. So it it, it creates like the stress for the main cast. That, like, okay, this just got leaked to the whole internet. The father might act irrationally in response to this Mm -hmm. so yeah the kids are in immediate danger now so suzu asks Kay to like please tell me where you are but they don't believe that she is bell at this point yeah so you know something is going on whatever and then um kamashin asks suzu to sing as herself um and while this is going on you justin waits for the beast to show up like, once yeah. Bell is singing, then he will appear. The trap will be sprung, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Suzu is having a panic attack. Uh, Suzu turns the unveiling on herself, and Suzu sings as herself, initially skeptical. All will see Suzu for her true self, including Peggy Sue. Just an ordinary girl, Suzu sings the unfinished version of A Million Miles Away. And Suzu thinks of her mother while singing along. And you sings along, too, with the la-la-la-la. Yeah. yeah. And we get, like, the, the heart light visual motif, mm-hmm. where, like, as everyone kind of bonds, this little glowing thing comes yeah. out of the Avatar and starts, like, like lighters in a in a concert mm-hmm. stadium, pretty much. I mean, it's a cute scene. It I is. think it's going to be handled th- differently, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we learn that Justin loses all his sponsorships and the internet whales <laughs> help out. It's like, again, it's just... It's not like Dan watched this movie for Justin. I I love Justin, but it's like he 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 like I guess like the rest of the internet saw what he did yes, and like and went boo, and then like his sponsors all pull out. And he's like, oh oh god, like he, he, Justin's Justin's getting canceled. Yep. <laughs> it's it's yep. like that's the last we see of him. I think yep. I think that's we don't like. With his sponsors. No, that's just, literally yeah. the last we see of him. He's just getting destroyed. So then we get Kay and Tomo see that the girl they contacted was Belle. They try to call her back. Uh, suddenly the boy's father sees the abuse uploaded and disconnects the internet before they can reveal where they live. Mm-hmm. So the movie gets serious at this point. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's going to happen here? Again, immediate danger to them. Yeah. Uh, using local news music from the TV and buildings visible from the windows and the recording of the room, Ruka and Kamashin deduce that Kay's hometown is Kawasaka or Kawasaki. Uh, Kanawaga near Tokyo so they piece together the mystery which is cool because we get all these other clues in the previous parts of the film yeah like like Ruka because she has a knowledge of music she knows yeah. like the themes that are played and then the other guy the canoe guy is like oh I took a photo with this 
this team with these two towers yeah. in the background so i know where that is and the old ladies try to use their old leaningness to be like contacting the police but the police say we need to wait 48 hours in this situation yeah yeah uh but suzu says that she will go herself to prove to herself and to save the boys and she does go off mm-hmm. which i don't know how i feel about this at times too it doesn't make sense logically to just go off uh it it definitely does not and we Technically, in w- with what's about to happen, we don't we don't technically get closure no, for it. We we kind of don't. If no. anything, the situation might be worse. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where it kind of loses you. me a little yeah. bit. No, I, I yeah. agree. Uh, Suzu has a conversation with her dad, um, saying like, you know, I'm finally doing something with my life. I might be back now before dinner. I'm sorry for the way I treated you. Yeah, and well, and the father, the father gets a yeah, good the, little. The dad and dog are good characters. They could yeah. stay. Like, like the dad gets like a line where he's like, you know, you you are the caring, like, empathetic person that you are because your mom raised you that way. Please be kind to that person that mm-hmm. you grew up to be. Like, yeah. just please, like, take it easy on yourself. And uh, yeah, so it's it's a nice. It's because he's been he's been there. He's been mm-hmm. like trying to like, hey, you want to get dinner? Do you want to? But he knows that she is suffering. Like, yeah. he's suffering, and, you know, mm. the gap doesn't get bridged just yep. yet. So Suzu runs off and finds the boys and protects them from their abusive father. Suzu stands up to the abuser. It's like a scene where she shields her back to him, and it's very graphic. He, he cuts her at her face. face. Yeah. yeah. But then she turns around and having, like, her power, she looks at him, and he shirks away. Well, because he's, he's like, again, because, I mean, he's already abusive, he goes to swing at her, yeah. but she's just, like, she gives him, like, this determined look, and he just, like, breaks down. He just falls back, crumples, mm-hmm. and runs off. Yeah. I do like how this wasn't framed as a bad love story, though. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah no, that's good. That's, that's, that's a, yeah, like, they are, the two brothers are younger kids, mm-hmm. and they're, like, it's clearly like we we love you in the sense that you gave us hope. Yep. Here. Yep. But still, we don't get any other closure with no. So the they're kids, no. still there with the dad, presumably. Mm-hmm. And all we get is uh, is is Kay saying, "Like I know how to stand up to him yeah, now. We found strength in one another." But like that's still. That's still a bad situation. Yeah. So I wish we would have gotten a little I mean, we can assume that things went differently. Yeah. I don't know, but we we, we can't. We would hope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We would hope. Mm. Uh, Suzu returns home. Her father greets her at the train station. She says that she is back. Mm -hmm. uh, Finally, from her grieving process, and everyone walks back home. Shinobu sees Suzu, doesn't need protection anymore, and is like, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to protect you. Finally, we can hang out as, like, friends or whatever mm-hmm. now and experiment with this relationship. And then the choir asks Suzu to sing on their way home. Wouldn't it be a rousing time to sing, Dan? Uh, yeah. yeah. Lend your voice to the air. And Suzu says, you know what? Yeah, sure, why not? And the mm. film ends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, even just discussing it, it is definitely like a mirror to Summer Wars. Yeah. Summer Wars leans into the goofy, exciting part at the end inside the virtual world. This one takes you out of it 
is they got to solve this problem in reality. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting contrast. Yeah. I just, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I would say if I if I had... It's just, like, a lot of the the stuff in the third act yeah, just kind I, of... I agree. ...bugs me, I guess. I agree. I think yeah. it's a little bit heavy-handed in the third act. Mm -hmm. I think we could have went about this a little bit better. I understand what Hosoto was trying for with the child abuse yeah. and the internet culture. Because it's just, like, when, when, when this movie was being previewed, I remember reading things about it. And Hasoda said that, like, he was hoping that people would look forward to this because it was a really strong girl protagonist. Yeah. And in a way, Suzu certainly, like, definitely is. Mm -hmm. But it's like... It, like, I, I, I don't know. It's like, like, tiny little things were missing to... Mm -hmm. Like, we get that, that parallel at the final concert... Where she is like, okay, I'm doing this to save someone in danger, even mm -hmm. if it's a risk to myself. Mm -hmm. And she gets the flashback to her mother doing what she did. But part of me in that scene was like, she's singing a song on the internet so that she can find these kids. And she's comparing that to putting a life vest on yeah. and her mom drowning to save a, a, a kid in the real world mm. and i'm like okay how cynical am i being am i too old am i too cynical mm. to be like that those things are not equivalent well she or, lost or... someone and she doesn't want to lose anyone else yeah, yeah no and i and i but i i thought that it was going to build to an to like an immediate thing and it does build to something. She does go put herself in actual danger. Mm -hmm. She jumps into the river, metaphorically, and goes and, and protects the kids. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I thought that all of those shots and stuff were going to, like, lead into one another. Mm. And instead it's kind of just like, you're revealing your identity on the internet, everyone's singing along, and... I don't know. Like I, I just I needed something extra there for yeah. a little bit of oomph. I don't know. No, I agree. I think that you know, the, uh, Summer Wars is definitely the better film in this canon. If we're comparing internet travesties or whatever, but this one, this one is complex. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah. Complex. It's, it's like, a good movie. It deserves like... a second watch. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie, but <laughs> at times I do feel that the end gets a little bit heavy handed. There's a lot to think about, and there's a lot but to, like... But part of that might be due to, like, the twist nature of it. Yes. Because you don't see it coming. Yeah. And that's part of, like, the internet anomaly that's going yeah. on. Because Summer Wars doesn't have to deal with that. Summer Wars just has the thing where the, the older brother created Love Machine. Mm -hmm. But that's, like, you know, that's his own guilt. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's just, like, one of those things where... This movie gives you a lot to think about. Mm -hmm. Like, I can see what the intention is with a lot of stuff. I can see, like... Okay, this is this is how, like, people can come together. The internet can can kind of... Well, just not even the internet, but, like, just communicating. Yeah. can Can bring people together and bring people out of the darkness and, like, help them. Um, it just... It felt like... I don't know. I, I could have... Either... Be it Suzu carrying a little bit more, or mm -hmm. the rest of the cast carrying a little bit more. Mm. Like, you know. Yeah. 
I get it. If that makes sense. It's no, difficult. To, it it's a, it's a complicated sense, yeah. movie. So. Yeah, definitely watch it and comment on it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I get it. I just don't think that Dan would give it the ovation at con. Well, uh, well, that, that's reserved for Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Yeah, truly. As titled. An Toriyama... hour and a half ovation, Dan? Really? Yeah. 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 Mm. Tell me, why were there two supers in the title? Well, Toriyama forgot that uh, the title of the show was Supers. Yes. <laughs> So, so with that, I, yeah. I do enjoy this. Yeah. I understand your comments and critiques on it. I do reflect on it. I think that Summer Wars is the better movie in this canon that we've made mm-hmm. officially for ourselves. I I mean, you're not coming out of left field with your mm-hmm. with your uh, criticisms. Yeah, I, I agree. But it's still a beautiful movie. Yeah, yeah. Solid, it's a movie you should see. Yeah, mm-hmm. solid recommendation. Yep. Uh, because as always, uh, Hisoda does gorgeous stuff. This one kind of integrates a lot more like 3D, 2D stuff into mm-hmm. it. So. Which is done well. Yeah. It's not done badly. Oh, not at all. No. So. Yeah. Highly recommend. All right. Well, with that, Dan, let's draw this episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake to a close. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere that our audience can reach us on social meteors? You can find me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, mm-hmm. uh, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake uh, Facebook page. Yep. So give us a... I think we're on some new platforms. Uh, thanks we to are. You. Spotify, uh, Google Play, yeah. the like... So spread the word far and wide. Yeah. Get, get those little internet avatars glowing and... and uh. I don't know about Dan. <laughs> I don't really feel for him. I'll be the naysayer with the one-star review. Yeah. yeah. But that's just me. And you can find me, Jonathan Gorkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Drink and Read JK on the TikTok slash, I don't know, uh, other platforms and such. Uh, you can follow my other podcast, including Nightcaps at the Theater where I watch a few movies getting a little drizzy drunk with friends. And then you can, if you like literature, I guess, you can follow Drink and Read as well, Mm -hmm. which is a podcast on those platforms as well. Yeah, very good. Uh, So, uh, Dan, we're entering a new era next week, I hear. We, We certainly are. And I am, I am, I am fucking excited. Let me me tell you, mm. uh, because, uh, for a little context, um, I think you solidly had your next series. I did for uh, a long time. You've been man. you've been stewing on it I for have. a bit. Uh, I was more uncertain. Mm. I was not sure what I was going to use our fall block to do, um, and I went through a lot of different options, sticking generally to uh, to, to match what you did a twenty six episode series. Yeah. Uh, in the process of that, I did learn that there's a word for that. It's a two core series. C O U R one O U R one core of anime is thirteen or like twelve to thirteen episodes, mm-hmm. and a two core anime, which is a lot of them, is twenty six or twenty seven. Well, we'll be using that lingo in future, then. So um, I was like, okay, if uh, like I went through a lot of options that fit that bill, and inevitably some of them just didn't. You know, maybe I'll get to these at some point, but they're not sitting right with me right now. Doesn't feel like this is, like, like a big enough deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I thought, like, what else can I find that fits that 26-episode mark? And as such, I'm breaking the glass open, <gasps> reaching in, huh. and I'm pulling out a strange little mask. Ah! <laughs> so... 
We are very pleased to invite you to join us next week when we begin JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, part one of two, Phantom Blood. Jonathan Joestar. Dio. Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weave horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast, or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-be-continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Sayonara.